1: country you can change your name you can try to extinguish all the fires that ricky gervais started in hollywood but nothing will save you from the watch list wow it's been a minute (laughs) we were gone for a while there happy new year yes happy new year guys happy 2020 oh man um so yeah happy happy christmas happy kwanzaa oh my gosh we're in sync today (laughs) Who's that T Rex arms? T Rex high five because I'm wearing natural deodorant and it's not working. Mm. Just saying, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. To be We're crunchy. very like spiritual year for us. Yeah. So some natural deodorant included, but, but this deodorant can go back to sleep. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I need some aluminum or something in my
2: life because this. Woo. I saw your post saying that. Um, your website is going to show how crunchy you are. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> You're about to find out that I'm <laughs> crunchy as fuck. Which, by the way, did not launch yet. Um, CaseyPierce.net. Uh, Casey with a K. Um, it was supposed to, but we're still working on it. We want to do it right. And, yeah, you will find out that I'm crunchy as fuck. But people who listen to the show know we're crunchy as fuck anyway. <laughs> we're crunchy. We're angry. We're hilarious, I think. I think we're angry. funny. Yeah, but every time I
2: think I'm funny, I'm like... Do other people think I'm funny? Because I think I'm pretty funny.
1: What am I, hilarious. a clown? <laughs> <is. laughs>
2: um, so I was telling Jess that I, I went home after working and I have no power. <laughs> so that's awesome. Right. So that I'm excited to be here, especially
1: because it <laughs> it's <warm>. light. <laughs> Do you know why you don't yeah. have any power? Does anybody in your block have power?
2: No one on my block does. Um, a block up for me does.
1: We just singled out. We're like, It'll mm. probably be on when you get home. Did you call DT? It's hood wars. Hood wars. <laughs> People cutting them, <laughs> cutting the power. Yeah, it's like aliens. They're cutting. The, they cut the power, man. How could they cut the power? The freaking <laughs> animals.
2: I got excited because I came home and I, I was like, "Oh, the power's out!" But then I was able to turn on two lights, and I think it was just energy that was saved up, like because I hadn't been home all day or something because it was very dim and then it didn't take long for it to go off.
0: Oh I think sometimes they set it so you have like what is that like half power so it's like in a brownout state or something I don't know. I don't know but now it's totally <laughs> and I thought it was
2: hilarious because my neighbor has a generator and he was using the generator for his Christmas decorations.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can totally understand that. because I would do the same. That's thing. serious. I really love. Maybe he's
2: super religious because I think today or tomorrow's last. I think tomorrow's last day of actual Christmas. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. Christmas actually go is supposed to go up till uh, the first week of January. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, churches are still well. singing Christmas
1: hymns? Because uh,
2: really, I think. Christmas Day is the celebration of the birth of Jesus, but after that is the celebration of the gifts that have been brought to Jesus, right? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I think uh-huh. that's how it works.
1: You know, it's a. Uh, I kind of like that idea because I always get super depressed when we take down the tree and all the decorations. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> man, there's nothing in January. Like, it's desolate. Yeah, agreed. You get. You come down from that Christmas high and you're like, now I'm broke.
0: Right, awesome. and the house looks so ugly. Right, <laughs> <laughs> there's so, no pretty lights.
2: Also, it's a pain in the ass to put a tree up and lights yeah. up, and mm. then, I mean, I half understand why people leave them up all year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told Chris, I, I, always, got like, it. I wish yeah. we could leave the tree up all year because it looks so pretty and it always makes me happy every time I look at it. Yeah, it just makes me want to, because like, yeah. carry the whole tree downstairs.
2: And just leave it downstairs
0: in the basement. Right, and carry and it all.
2: Like, yeah. it takes so long putting the lights on, and if well, if you have to change the lights
0: and um, ornaments, yeah, and then rearranging them so it looks perfect? You just mocd like in like that. put a
1: garbage bag over it, and carry it down. like Some people
0: do. That's not a bad idea. I wish I had a basement now. That bitch be staying up all year. <laughs> you could decorate it for Halloween. What's <laughs> in orange lights? Yeah. Mm-mm. Maybe I'll get a fake tree and do that because I've decided that wherever the hell I live, I have to have like a girl cave so that I can get away from Chris and like the cat and just be in my space mm-hmm. you need and an not office. be irritated. Yeah. yeah. I do have an office. We have a two-bedroom house. And I don't know, back in the days when we were drinking all the time, we broke all the doors. So <sighs> you can't close the door and be like, oh, no, I'm in this room. I can't see you. So, um. Oops. They even have black trees. No. Oh, yeah. Those looked kind of kick-ass. Yeah.
2: yeah. I had uh, a
0: basement. That would totally be my basement tree.
2: Right. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it, would make the lights really stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and the silver and the trimmings. Yeah, that'd be really
1: cute. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, but, yeah. Now, now I'm in a little bit better of a mood. So can, <laughs> oh, yay! I can speak more concisely. She's
2: like, Christmas trees, and um, I had... Justified my not putting my tree away for the, the first week. Yeah. Thank, thank you. I, well, we threw
1: out our tree because it was old. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, out. you threw it out after this year? Yeah. Because, huh. I mean, we had it for three years and it was a $90 tree. It was like, it was looking bad. Super skinny. Huh. It looked like the Charlie Brown tree, but with less charm. And you, the cats ruined it. You can see right through it. The, all the things are bent. And, uh, I was like, yeah. I mean, it was a cheap tree. What do you expect? It lasted as long as it did. So put it on the curb. Mm. Um, Three years is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm like, well, we'll just get another one. That's what you do, you know. I mean, I would get a natural one, but I'm scared of the cats drinking the water out of the.
0: Yeah, I have Ginger's only tried to do that like twice, but it's only bumming her waters out. She's not too much of an asshole, surprisingly. But I. Put because we accidentally got the like tall tree sand thing that you put it in. Mm. And I didn't think about the fact that like, oh, the only way to not see it was you have to put the skirt up around it. So she can't really get in there. Right. <laughs> Blocked mm. her. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know. I've never had a natural tree. I love them. I had. They look great. One when I was a kid. I remember like one year my sister's dad or whatever, my mom got one. And then after that, we never had like regular trees again. And I hated it because I love the small pine. Mm-hmm. It just makes it seem more Christmassy and right. like, happy, you know? And it smells pretty. Yeah, I love the but, look of it. Yeah. It's more so authentic. I'm, I'm like, oh, I can deal with the pine needles. I want natural trees. So, Chris, and I want get one.
2: I'll be the one to burn the house down with the tree.
0: Right? Just forget yeah. to water it for like two <laughs> yeah. weeks. It gets too dry and it just it goes National Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Little
2: covered under your homeowners insurance. <laughs> <laughs> dry ass tree flames. <laughs> the, the dry ass tree
1: clause. Yeah,
0: clause.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hell, it one. could be? They're greedy to add anything, so there might actually be an option for that. <laughs> you pay for all year. So, did
1: you guys see the Ricky Gervais rant at, at the beginning of the Golden Globes that every that mm-hmm. went viral? No. Oh my God! You guys Do missed you me me Riot. So we
0: can play it.
1: Uh, we no. can. It's a little long. Oh, <clears throat> but uh, so he's been hosting the Golden Globes for the past five years. And before I even start with this article, let me just say this: right wingers clung to him as a mouthpiece, which was wrong. I mean, because what he's saying is he's tired of celebrities being political because they have no grasp of the real world. They have no place to be lecturing anybody true so this is not a right or left agenda ricky gervais does not give a fuck about either one right what he's saying is you're all a bunch of fakes right and this is the last year he's hosting the golden globes he knew it and he didn't give a shit he called out people for being pedophiles and he called out all sorts of people for just being the perverts that they are and what kills me is that Especially Tom Hanks's face. That went viral too. Um, is that ninety percent of the people in that room knew knew what Harvey Weinstein did, and they said nothing for years. Mm -hmm. And now they want to get offended. And it's unfucking real. It's unreal. And that's what made me angry was the response that people have lost their damn minds. So to say you have no right to be political is not political. So they took it to a whole different place. So Ricky Gervais Golden Globes monologue mocks Hollywood's Jeffrey Epstein ties. The last time Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globe Awards... By the way, this is the Daily Beast. The last time Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globe Awards four years ago, he hugged it out with Mel Gibson and made some jokes about uh, Caitlyn Jenner that have haunted him ever since. So how did he... Top himself when he returned to the host as the host uh, for the fifth and supposedly final time Sunday night. Well, he began beer in hand by promising that this would be the last time hosting, so I don't care anymore, he said. I'm joking. I never did. As the audience of celebrities grew increasingly more nervous, Gervais offered up a word of advice. Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. After a few shots at Felicity Huffman, uh, who, of course, she was the one who bought her daughter's college education from Full House... Uh, William H. Macy and Joe Pesci, who he referred to as Baby Yoda, Gervais moved on to the lack of diversity among the night's nominees. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that, he said. The Hollywood foreign press are ver- all very, very racist. Uh, Gervais then um, then plugged his own Netflix show, Afterlife, in which he plays a man who wants to kill himself. Okay, spoiler alert, season two is on the way. So in the end, obviously, he didn't kill himself, he said, just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> As the crowd groaned, he added, shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. You had to make your own way here on your own plane, didn't you? <clears throat> that that may have been the most don't-give-a-fuck-damn joke of Gervais's opening monologue, but it wasn't the last. He called James Corden a fat pussy, joked about Judy Dench licking her own asshole, <laughs> and, then, oh my gosh. Uh, and then for his coup de grace, uh, took on the big New corporate-run streaming services and the actors who eagerly sign up to work for them. You say you're woke, but the companies you work for—Apple, Amazon, Disney— if ISIS started a streaming service, you would call your agent, wouldn't you? So if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a platform to make a political speech, okay? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything you know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. Yeah, Thunberg, excuse me. He said, so if you win, come up, accept your little award— then thank your agent, your God, and fuck off.
0: <laughs> I love him.
1: <laughs> and I absolutely love that. Absolutely. And and there were hardly any laughs at all. And the thing well, the Apple comment It's because people hate the truth. They hate it. They absolutely hate it, and they want to call him out for oh, this politically outed Gervais. This shows where he stands politically.
0: No, it doesn't. No, it does not. He stands nowhere. He is stands what he's trying to say in the spot to tell you all to shut the fuck up about things you know nothing about and you don't even struggle with right. like fair wages. You make like twenty five million a movie, which awesome for you, and I'm sure it was a struggle getting there, but you don't really remember that now, you know? Right. So the people who are going to make the decisions that affect the vast majority of this country, you're not going to be one of them. So why the hell should you have a right to speak on it?
1: Right. Because after the the comments about the corporations, he looked at the guy who owns Apple and said, you have sweatshops in China.
0: Oh, wow. Good for him. <laughs> I love it. And, every, and <laughs> he's never going to be invited to another awards show again, but it's not like he gives a shit because he knew that already. Right.
1: <laughs> right. And then Joaquin Phoenix at the end of the night, who got cut off, Dude, somebody pray for Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's on drugs. What happened? Because
2: I I saw someone earlier in post that he was an asshole, but I I didn't know why.
1: He got up there, and his speech was all over the place, for one thing. Slurring his words. He looked nervous as hell. Then he got political, and he looked at the guy from Apple and said, we all know that there's no sweatshops, blah, 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 blah. He's like... Um, we need to be doing more for Australia. Stop taking your private jets to Palm Springs. And then they, like, cranked up the music and dropped him out. I'm
0: like, what the fuck is going on? Get with this drunk dude off the stage, someone. Dude,
1: I, I heard he's been having some problems. Like, you know, honestly, I, I'm trying not to judge people this year. But, and, and I'm not judging them.
0: It's next season. Yeah, I know.
1: But I'm just like, dude, this man needs some help. Uh, because on the set of Joker, from what I heard, there are people who quit because he was just too difficult to work with. Oh wow! He didn't like being touched. He would, and they were trying to put his makeup on and dye his hair. He kept walking off set and like maybe
2: he was getting into character. Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe that's it. Hmm. Somebody pray for Joaquin, man. Well, Heath Ledger did that, and he never came back from it. Mm-hmm.
2: May he rest in
0: peace. Yes. <clears throat>
2: um, have you guys seen the new? Uh, Kanye. Oh, uh, Kanye. Oh, my gosh. Not Kanye. Why did I say Kanye? Mm. Kevin Hart, asked, um, documentary on Netflix. No. no. Was it good? Um, It had very mixed reviews. Either people thought he was a more genuine, authentic person, or they thought he was an asshole.
0: Everyone, I think, falls 50-50, and either yeah. hating or
2: liking him anyway, so... Uh-huh. He put stuff in there because, okay, he, I don't know if you guys remember, but he had um, he had an opportunity to host the Oscars. I think it was, was it the Oscars and the Emmys? I'm trying to remember. I think it was the Oscars. Okay. Um, the Oscars then. And he likes um, LGBT people. Um, they brought up videos of him doing his comedy special when he was saying jokes about how if his son was, I think it was, I don't want to get it wrong, but if it, I think it was, if his son was playing with a dollhouse, he would hit it over his head and say, "That's gay."
1: Oh, like
2: saying stuff like that, and and they were getting offended by his past
0: uh, comedy. Ugh. Yeah, I heard he had um, said
1: some offensive stuff. That's yeah, what, what, well,
0: yeah, but back in oh nine, nobody gave right. a shit. You know, and it's just twenty nineteen. Right. Everyone's like, what? Really?
2: Um, and when I was watching it, I didn't really care much about that because I think. Comedy pushes the envelope like we push an envelope the sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be offensive, but it's meant to be offensive mm-hmm. because it just, it, it meant to push you and. It's the audacity humor. of it. It's the audacity yeah. that makes
1: it funny. And that's what yes. they're going for. Right. Exactly. Well, so, he talks, he touched on Kevin Hart at the beginning. He said, you know, he was f- uh, fired from hosting the Oscars for some twen- offensive tweets. And then he points at himself and he goes, hello. Ha ha ha. Um,
2: sorry. Um, yeah. So I watched this, and it wasn't that that bothered me. It was he. I'm surprised he didn't edit this this thing. He left some things in there that I'm like, wow, you you have you know you had some balls leaving that in there. Um, he showed that he's kind of a baby. Uh, and this is just my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, he showed he was kind of a baby because he. If someone told him, like his publicist Kevin, this is not a good idea. This is what's going to turn out if you do this. He, anytime anyone said, "Don't do something," he wants to do it even more.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's bullheaded. Yeah, and rebellious. he's very like yeah. He's a rebellious spirit.
2: Yeah, and then when the um the homophobic, what they th- thought was homophobic in his um comedy, his act that. Was going on with the award show and him um, having problems with it. And they said, Hey, you need to apologize. He refused to apologize. And he just kind of tiptoed around it. And then at, towards the end of it, he was like, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. And he actually had a, a lesbian woman who was working for him. And she even was saying, You know, this has made my life difficult because I'm working for you and you, you know. And then. He still seemed like he was coming off cocky and a little bit of an asshole. And then later he's like, oh, I understand now. But never fully apologized. Ugh. And then there was one um, scene where he was on his private plane. And he had his personal trainer there. He's got uh, a group of guys that he always hangs out with. Um, one of his uh, guys is the personal trainer. And he started a fight with him on his personal jet. Um, uh, pretty much putting him down saying Without me, you would be poor pretty, pretty much saying that. And his personal trainer
0: said that to him. Kevin oh, Hart said
2: that. that to his personal trainer and was Whoa. like, uh, and what he's a like, prick. he's like, do you well, have that's a house? An and then he's like, kept saying, do you have a house? And the guy wouldn't answer. He's, and he's like, uh, pretty much telling him that he's offending him. And he's like, I said, did you, do you have a house? And, uh, he kept asking him this question over and over again. And, his personal trainer wanted to fight him on the airplane, and um, <laughs> yeah, so they almost got arrested, and they made up finally. But
0: things like that, where I'm like, "Wow, why would you include?
2: <laughs> why would you include that?"
0: Um, yeah, why would you? Well, you know, what? maybe he's like, "Fuck it, I'll pull all the skeletons out of my closet before yeah. someone else tries to do it." Yeah, I guess. Um, that's what I would do anyway, like get in front of it, because if not, yeah. it's going to bite you in the ass anyway. There are no secrets when you're a celebrity. Somebody from some time in your life is going to come back and be like, oh, no, once upon a time, this guy said this. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he was like um,
2: dealing with the situation with his wife where he cheated on his wife in and, and, um, a club in um, Vegas. And the only reason she found out was because a video leaked and... Um, Got eyes everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of him uh, with sexual acts with this woman who was uh, supposed to be a model, I guess. Um, And then supposedly his good friend was um, blackmailing him for so many thousands of dollars. Um, And was the one who videotaped it, supposedly. So he's talking about how he told his wife because this came out. And then when they interviewed her, she goes... I mean, I'm trying to remember exactly how she said it, but she's pretty much was like, "I mean, you get three strikes, and I mean, he's he's at two, and I mean, you you get three strikes, you're out, something like that." So I'm like, "What? what? Yeah, right. <laughs> you get one,
0: one. You stick your dick <laughs> in anything, you're gone." At this
2: whole thing, because I'm like, "What the hell is going?"
0: So I get you, two more times to cheat, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? She's like, "Oh, you no, got to choose wisely."
2: Well, yeah. she made it sound like he's already cheated
1: twice. Yeah. Oh
2: God. So, it, you have to watch it. Tell me what you think. Um But, yeah, I uh, went and looked at the um, people what they said. And a lot of people were like, I used to like him, but now I think he's a huge asshole. Yeah, it
0: sounds like a real douchebag. And I really love Kevin Hart. So, I'm, like, <laughs> disappointed that he's such a dick.
1: Yeah, that is. You know, that does suck when you find out the, yeah. the people you like. Or I think are funny or just really big dicks.
0: Well like and, yeah, now you've ruined it. Like I'm not gonna think you're as funny because I'm gonna be like, oh ha. ha you can't but see past a dick. So And
2: then one in one scene, uh his dad who is a recovering drug addict, he's turned his life around but now he it has um I think it, is that C O P D, um with the breathing issues and mm-hmm. yeah. uh he has to have um a breathing machine. And he's t- trying to tell Kevin, like, hey, I need $7,000 for this machine. And he comes up to, um, Kevin and it's like, it's like it's perfectly filmed to just to show, Hey, I give my dad money when he needs it. Like, um, he looks at the camera. Yeah. And says, like, I give my like, dad money. Like, I'm a good and guy. Wings. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, little teeth shine. So he's like, show a little
2: that's star. exactly what <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, I, I need, a uh, $7,000. And he goes, and he looks at his dad and he goes, you just have to ask for it. That's all. That's all you have to do.
1: <laughs> Something like I, that. I, like, that's like, that's a mild amount. Like, <laughs> Like, I'd be coming to, to my dad and day, it, be like, listen, it. I need a hundo to get me through this week. No, like, I need $7,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, All you gotta do is ask.
0: So they, like, put some nice things in there <laughs> yeah. to, like, offset the fact that he really is just a solid dickhead. I'd still yeah. adopt him, though. Hell, if I can ask for $7,000 this week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: I think he's very I'll talented. I'll be your stepmama. He, sure. is. he is very talented.
2: But yeah, it. it what are I feel like most celebrity lives are like his.
0: Someone we're... pray for <laughs>
1: Kevin Hart and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> pray Star, for everybody. Got the prayer list next to the watch list. Oh my god!
0: I mean, I guess you would have to have a really good heart to go into being becoming the celebrity that people idolize and like worship. Yeah, and. I mean, designers are sending you free clothes and everyone's like, oh, my God, come here. Yeah. Eat food here. So. Right. Exactly. So you constantly have people kissing your ass. He's been in the showbiz business for, what, 20 years? Oh, 10, gosh. Five, yeah. 50, yeah, Whatever. Maybe 25. 30. So, I mean, not that I'm making excuses for him because Tom Hanks is an asshole. You know, he's been in the game way longer. And he was talking.
2: <laughs> well, not now to- he's being. Not to give everything away, but one more thing. And he was saying, um, cause he has a, um, a company that makes movies and such. Um, and then he was going on about, I never get good reviews. Um, uh, even though my movies turn out well, I never get good reviews by critics. So one critic was going on about how bad my movie was. So I, uh, sent him an $8,000 bottle of, um, wine or something. <clears throat> and, uh. Just to uh, throw it in his face like, look, I, I done so well that I can you know,
0: buy an $8,000 bottle of wine to, uh, to send it to him. This is how well I did off my movie. I might do some petty-ass shit like that if someone's shitting on me just to be like, well, but I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> but – I don't know. I also like, want to be a gigantic know. asshole because right. I think you have to kind of maybe start out being one. <laughs> You're either <laughs> a good per- person or a bad person. I think that success and money accentuates that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
1: I was just about to say about the Tom Hanks thing. It's funny that you brought that up because he's about to be investigated for child pedophilia.
0: What? No. no.
2: He's oh after innocent. no after doing Mr uh, Rogers
1: listen nothing has been proven nothing has been taken to court it's a lie. but I'll tell you what <laughs> so on his Instagram he posts weird shit Hanks. like children's hats and found children's shoes <laughs> and there's a child uh what is it the left shoe and it's very his Instagram is very weird and people are commenting and it's wild. <clears throat> somebody said, what's your infatuation with shoes and gloves in this game? And somebody says, coded language to signal to pedophile and child traffickers. Sad but true. He is going down soon, hopefully. And then there's, there's just more, more and more and more. Um, let's see. <clears throat> uh,
0: but who doesn't love little kitty mittens and shoes? They're so cute. When you're a grown-ass man?
1: <laughs> I'm a grown-ass woman.
0: I don't diddle, kids,
1: but you're able to what What's bear. really mind-blowing <laughs> oh. is the is that fact the that he is? feeds and gets a kick out of all that he does. Highly perverse, no, no respect or morals. Uh, let's see. Can't wait till all this used evidence gets used sick. Yeah, there's, I guess, mounting evidence against him. And he's got a picture of, like, a small boy in a fetish mask. What? What is that? Yeah, I know.
2: Does he have kids?
1: It's a
0: masquerade mask, but... It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... No, Tom you're Hanks. To Hanks. You're Not like, Tom Hanks! You're like, let's reel this back happening? in. Tom, no. that's
1: just a masquerade mask. <laughs> Tom, your day of reckoning is here. Your crimes against children humanity will be coming out for the world to see beyond your manufactured squeaky clean image. Man. You see how these people are commenting below. You see all the people that are awake in this country. You don't fool us, bro. Don't fool nah. us. You don't fool us. Us... Uh, you may hide while you can, but let me tell you this, brother. Let me... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> let me tell you this. I'm sorry. It reminds me of Paul Cogan. Let me tell you this, brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he basically you on a kitty t- It's hard to read.
1: Some people can't type. Uh, <laughs> I am disgusted. You need mental help. Fucking sick. Oh my God, the scent chills up my spine. And uh, so horrific. All And no, they, no, these comments don't get deleted. Pedo fuck. disturbing. Everyone knows you're a pedophile.
0: Do we though? Well, <laughs> I didn't know until
1: just now. It, it is bizarre. If you get and a chance, check know. out Tom Hanks's yes. Instagram. It's it's disturbing in a way. It's very bizarre. But I'm going. I ain't to. saying shit until something comes out because Same. it's all it's all hearsay, and as it's from the movie Richard Jewell. Will prove you falsely accuse someone, it can ruin your life.
0: And oh. as
1: it should, as it should. Watch it and be like, I was making a movie about a pedophile. Right. That's right? his perfect cover up.
0: Right. I was getting uh, into the character. Please don't let Tom Hanks <laughs> be guilty of being a child diddler. Like, well, ugh. someone pointed out, they were like, That would just the, make the me movie, so sad. <laughs> the movie
1: Big. He's like, It's very strange to see all this evidence right now, or not evidence, excuse me, all these comments. <clears throat> and the movie Big, you know, he embodies. It's a child who embodies a human body, and there's, there's that scene where this chick wants to have sex with him, and so she mm-hmm. basically wants to have sex with this child that she doesn't know is a child. Yeah, child gets all weird inside the human body, or it's human body, the adult body, and I'm like that is weird. I don't know. You're fucking with my head too much. I'll wait till something comes out.
0: Yes, that's exactly what I'm gonna do, Tom. In my mind, until then. You're innocent. innocent until proven guilty. Yep.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's food for thought. It's kind of mm. like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just assume everybody in Hollywood is evil. It's easier.
0: Well, now I have to yeah. hate everyone because I can't really like anyone because who knows when some shit's going to come out saying they're a shit person.
2: Guilty yep. till proven innocent. Right. right.
1: Prove your innocence to <laughs> me. That is actually call how. 248 <laughs> Watch Tom Hanks calling because um, <coughs> I, I, can't, I can't tell any of this shit to Jason because he loves Tom Hanks. He's like, I'm not, that's not true. Nope, I'm like, we don't want to believe these things about <laughs> these people. I know. I know. It's heartbreaking. Hello. But dude, just because you like the guy doesn't
0: mean that he's not a oh, fuck up. Right. So,
1: Look at Joaquin uh, Phoenix.
2: Not to like Aww, keep I love him too. Like, switching the topics so extreme, but I watched The Matrix again last night. Yeah. Matrix. And... I haven't seen that movie since it first came out and watching it as an adult now with an, an even bigger open mind of the universe is even more mind blowing. I'm like, Ooh. boom, yes, Yumped, smoked down and watch the matrix again yeah. now that I'm grown. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, I don't even remember all this. <laughs> I did the same exact thing, Holly. I did the same exact thing. I'm, I'm like,
2: like, what? Yes, this is this exactly is, how I feel about the world right now. This is based on a true story. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what you said just made me think of The Matrix, because in that movie, they're talking about how some people don't want to be awake. Right. They they want to fight for this fantasy world so hard, and, and they want to believe that this is reality, that they
1: will fight, you know, for it. Tooth and nail. Yeah. The whole on to the something they... they their old conditioning because that's what's safe. Well, you see, when Neo, when he finally sees the truth, he still doesn't accept it at first, and he starts throwing up because it just rocked his whole world. Yeah, I mean, it is like when you
0: awakening is not an easy thing.
1: It's painful. It's very traumatizing,
0: painful. depressing.
1: I mean, like you just like like my brother says you just go Sarah Connor on a bitch.
0: Just like what? What's that saying? you have to like walk through fire to become refined or something like that? I don't know. But uh, that's what growth is like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're absolutely right.
0: Um, Yeah. And I love that bit.
1: If you notice, because we talk about, you know, things like law of attraction and like um, you can manifest anything. When um, what's his name? Morpheus. When he says, stop trying to hit me and hit me. So you have to know that you were going to hit me is what he's saying. Know that your fist will impact me and know it. And once you know it, you are able to hit me. So stop trying to hit me and hit me. Yeah. I love that part. Cause that says so much.
2: I love, um, two in that movie where he's like, if I die in this world, will I die in real life? You know, real. Um, and he's like, well, talking about the mind and if you, the mind is destroyed. If you, cause, um, I'm trying to, remember, I'm not so good at repeating lines of movies, but saying, do you remember that part? Say it again. <laughs> Where, um, he's like, if I die here in, Oh yeah. Um, if I, yeah. I remember well, I say. die in the matrix. Right. And he's like, yes, because you can't live without your mind. Right. Your mm-hmm. brain. Um, and saying that, yeah, our mind controls us. If we don't fully believe in something, then it's not going to, like you said, manifestation.
1: Well, remember, it was I think it was the last show that we had when I talked about that book, "A Course in Miracles," and she talks about the separation in the Garden of Eden, and that's when Jason, my brother, was on the show. My <laughs> my my brother Jason. Um, And as soon as it came out of my mouth, my brother said it because I didn't realize it until I'm like, oh, my God, wait a minute. That's exactly what I was going to say. So in the book, it emphasizes that the separation happened between God and man when, you know, Adam believed a lie. So as soon as the separation happened, it says Adam fell into a deep sleep and nowhere is it mentioned that he wakes up again. So she said, she emphasizes in the book, the only thing that is real is you and God. Whatever you identify as God, the universe, whatever. That was the only thing that's real. Everything else is a nightmare. It's a dream. And as soon as I said that, my brother goes, projection theory, like the Matrix. And I go, hot damn. That's exactly what it is. A hologram. Well, it's
2: funny because I always feel like, sometimes I'm like, what if this is all a dream?
1: Well, remember and- the guy from who hosts Cosmos that he was talking about. He said in a TED Talk... That he he backpedaled as soon as he said it, but he said, "If I I swear, if I look hard enough, I can see code. Mm-hmm. I can see a code and everything." And then he backpedals a little bit because he realized, "Oh shit, I stepped in my own shit there." I yeah, not- yeah,
0: people are gonna be like, this guy's crazy!" Right? Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, you can come on the show when that arch crazy. We won't, we won't hear <laughs> <get> it. <laughs> no
0: judgment here. Right,
2: but yeah, a lot. Of, uh, that's why watching it this time. I think I really have only watched it one other time, like I said when it first came out. But um, and I think it came out in
1: 1999, right? Uh, yeah. Well, let me see. On The Matrix. I think. It, yeah, I think it was 1999.
2: And then I think Reloaded came out in 2002. Yes. Um. Yep, I know, oh, yeah. Wow. So, I, um, I, I think I'm gonna watch Reloaded next. But yeah, so there was many things there. I'm like now that my mind is even more open and and i'm taking it all in it just means even more now um from their what they thought was reality being to like a dream world um and i hate robots anyways and that's kind of what like the electronic um you know things taking over and feeding off of us um for them to run and then yeah, um what's the other thing? On your mind mind power.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like you you are able to do what you believe you're able to do. Um,
1: and the people who invented the matrix don't want you to know that. <laughs> right. All yeah. And, and the, yeah, and the world wants to control you. And what did she say? Deja vu is a glitch in the matrix. Yes, I love that. That was too. the best part. I thought of you as his like, Yeah. <clears throat> I swear I just saw the same cat run by twice. It's like deja vu, that's a glitch in the matrix. Like, I it, means it. <laughs> it means they changed something. It means <clears> they <throat> changed something. Yeah. Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Dude, get stoned, Jess. I'm going to. I'm
0: going to do it this weekend, actually. Blow your mind. Yep. That's going to be my wind down and chill. It's not going to happen like that, though, because I'm going to wind down and chill, and then I'm going to go down some weird Google <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> for like eight <laughs> hours.
2: <laughs> then you can come back on here and talk
1: about it. (laughs) You're investigating Tom Hanks all over YouTube. Right. (laughs) Listening to some uh, conspiracy theorists.
0: Trying to figure out how I can find someone on the dark web to hack into his photos. (laughs) Oh, good Lord, don't do it. You are never coming back. We will never see you again. You won't, because I'll probably never leave my house. Right. You're rocking (laughs) yourself
1: with a shotgun.
0: Was there only
2: two um, of those movies?
1: Uh, No, there's three. Yeah. Uh, and then they're ha- coming out with another one? Oh, they are? Yeah. Really? Hell yeah. Nothing is as good as the original. But, so, re- Matrix, um, and the Matrix reloaded, reloaded. And then and what else? Let's see. Matrix 3. What was Matrix 3 called? Revolutions. Mm-hmm. Nobody went to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one was definitely good. Reloaded was okay, in my opinion. Uh, but then ne- let's let's read about yeah. the next Matrix movie. Matrix 4. Let's That's see. let
0: <laughs> well, <I started> doing. <laughs>
1: yeah. The release date is uh May it's it's gonna be next year. Is Keanu in it? Mm-hmm. Oh All right. everything we need to know about the upcoming Matrix um uh, sequel from uh Digital Trends. Get ready to take the red pill again, Lana, who co wrote Excuse me, my allergies are kicking up co-wrote and co-directed groundbreaking action film The Matrix and its two less well-received sequels is currently prepping the fourth entry in the franchise, and yes, both Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are expected to return to play their iconic roles. Details about The Matrix 4 remain scarce, but the film does have an official release date of May twenty-first, 2021. And a few high-profile cast members have been revealed. Here's everything we know about The Matrix 4 so far. Uh, Just a few months after officially confirming the fourth installment, uh, Warner Brothers gave The Matrix 4 uh Well, there we go. Release date. It is uh it in an interesting bit of convergence. That date currently has the film premiering on the same weekend as John Wick Chapter Four. It's going to be making a lot of money that weekend. Reeves other bro- blockbuster franchise. It's quite likely that one of the films will eventually be moved, given both franchises' popularity. Uh, production on the Matrix Four is expected to begin early twenty twenty. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Many of the, de- the ideas Lily and I explored uh, 20 years ago uh, about our reality are even more rel- relevant now, um, said the producer in a statement. I'm very happy to have these characters back in my life and grateful for another chance to work with my brilliant friends. Some of those friends include writer, excuse me, Alexander, the way it's spelled is not Alexander, but Alexander uh, Hemon." and uh, David Mitchell who co-wrote The Matrix 4 script alongside the producer in addition to their film work both Heman and Mitchell are accomplished novelists Um, so far it doesn't sound like oh, I'm sorry I'm trying to get to like are you talking about the plot no they're just talking about the plot of the cast that's all oh wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute who who is this going to feature uh, Neil Patrick Harris is going to be in it ooh I love him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, No, he's not going to be in it. Nope. Uh, Well, he has not been announced yet, so that doesn't mean anything. But um, so when uh, when is it supposed to be out? So they haven't
2: filmed it yet.
1: May twenty first, twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. So we got a whole year. But it's interesting that (laughs) the the producer said uh, that the things about that she wants to talk about with reality um, are more
0: uh, relevant now than they ever were. So I'm interested to see what she touches on. Should be interesting the way technology has boomed even since then, you know. Right. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Mm. Interesting. Oh man, Um, I think we should head for a break because I'm gonna drag grab another drink and blow my nose so I can talk. Okay, right
2: afterward. Holistic conventions.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got to talk about the woo woo. (laughs) That woo woo. -woo. (laughs) It's all about the woo when we come back. (laughs) To serve, man. To
2: serve, serve. You even served. It's a cookbook. Now, make me
1: something.
0: <laughs> now, make me some man.
1: <laughs> make me a man. Yeah, make me a real man. Hey, <laughs>
0: Do you guys see all the drama around those Politon videos? And they're like, oh my God, this oh, guy yeah. got his girlfriend or his wife a uh, exercise bike for Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then, went, Thank you, honey. Chase Ball. I asked Chris for a booty belt for Christmas, and he was like, I'm not getting you a workout device for Christmas and I was like why not because that's what I want so why don't you just give me what I want Right? Sonny got it and he was like here you go even though I feel really weird giving this to you oh you get you did get the booty belt <laughs> yeah, oh, good. oh good for you I hey. but it's not the booty belt it's like some other booty belt because they're out of stock but it does the same shit yay booty Me and I'm starting to look like that old guy around off the millions movie.
2: <laughs> I got <laughs> no ass with a shelf booty. Yeah, we're gonna start putting our drinks on just a like, shelf booty.
0: I looked in the mirror today and I was like, "Girl, where did your ass go? <laughs> you need to start <laughs> using that booty belt."
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, <laughs> Casey and I went to a holistic fair. Um, like Casey's in twenty. That's what we did in the car too. I almost ran off the road because we were meditating. (laughs) (laughs) A really poor time to
0: meditate,
1: (laughs) officer. I was getting in touch with myself.
2: Really deep into my meditation. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I found uh, a place that had a holistic fair, and we drove out to Rochester Hills. Um, Like Casey said, 2020 is the year that we've been. Uh, both trying to get to a higher plane find the truth within the world and ourselves she she's putting her hand up in the air like my hand Take my heart me uh. higher! <laughs> <laughs> like she's in church preach <laughs> uh so we went to this holistic fair and it was really cool it was small but um it was cute and and there was quite a few booths um and They had, you know, tables with psychics. They also had uh, tables where you could buy um,
1: stones and... Soaps. I bought a very nice soap that is like a spicy scent. It's like clove. Did you use that yet? Yes. You like it? I do. Too bad I'm wearing my natural deodorant. (laughs) She did not get...
2: Have you seen the light? I saw the
1: light at I've the been Holistic Fair. baptized <laughs> by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. That was a Brooks <laughs> and Dawn song. I was showing off my tailor for a minute. <laughs> I saw the light. I've been baptized. God. You know, I, I
2: kind of like that song.
1: I love that song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um Yes, we saw the light at the Holistic Fair. (laughs) Casey bought some She spent her drink back in her cup. She's going to re-drink it here in a minute. We did
1: the boot scoot and boogie. It was great.
0: It was at a VFW hall. That's fantastic. Boot
2: scoot and boogie to the table with the soaps.
0: That's the man. I love country. Get down, turn around, pick up <laughs> soap
1: <laughs> now. Boot scoop boogie. I was like, wow, I got a good job. What noise <laughs> is it? I got a good sidekick. She flipped a pair <laughs> of card now. Give me a crystal and maybe some soaps now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fire up my aura.
2: Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> We're going to come up with this song and it's going to be previewed
1: later. I've seen side gigs, tarot, crooks and straights, all out making it shake doing the boot scoop buggy. You know what? That's
2: hilarious. <laughs> Every time I think of that song, I think about when I was in elementary school because it came out back then. And I remember I was at um, a kid down the house um, from me, at, at his house. Um, and his parents would always play it cuz they were really into country music. And I remember the boot scoot boogie like little dance. Mm. Oh, they had the
1: remix too. And
2: I was like I don't know why I was always hypnotized with it. I was like, mm. "Oh, a line dance."
1: Before we before <laughs> the boot scoot boogie. Before white people lashed onto the cha-cha get slide and everywhere. Turn around.
2: Like, oh, to I better get down and turn around. Also me- <laughs> 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 I also remember Queen during that time and I was like Wow. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> So powerful and so little I was. I mean the the music was so powerful. Because between that and red hot chili peppers we rotated back and
2: forth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so way off topic, but I also remember when um um what's that one um where they're talking about sex? Uh Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk I, about I, you and I me. I remember that song back uh, oh, then, too. and
1: then. Listening to that one, I shouldn't have been listening to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You do. My neighbor friend, she was a little older than me. She was like a tween. And my mom did not like me hanging out with her, but she came over with Blood Sugar Sex Magic from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. My mom took out the cassette. She goes, that's the devil's music. <laughs> Which was pretty bad. I mean, like <laughs> I got to get it, put it in you. <laughs> like, <laughs> give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> like yes, give went away. I went away I when he had to get it, put it in me. All, <laughs> all I can think about is you talking about uh we should go down on you in a theater, <gasps> dude. Me and Megan were playing cards, and when we were our little, cousin, our cousin, yeah, our cousin Megan and a lot of who I'm going to see in concert. Ah! Okay. um she, you know, we were like, would she go down on you in a theater? We really didn't know what that meant. I thought it just meant standing somebody up at a
0: theater. You know what I mean? Shit, I knew what that meant.
1: (laughs) Where are you, girl? And and then my mom goes, what? Where did you hear that? (laughs) And I'm like, I thought it was just like standing somebody up for a date. Uh, like, let you down or something. You know what I mean? Go down on your. Would she you, you like,
2: let you down in do. a.
1: <laughs> Would
0: she watch a movie by yourself? <laughs> I seriously thought that's what it meant. Casey's picturing this guy just sitting all alone in the movie theater. i leave you alone. alone girlfriend ditched I come. Didn't I come. come. <laughs>
1: Don't know why I didn't come. Nord <laughs> Jones, you were just ripping off Jeez. a lot of s'more set. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, <sorry>. we were <laughs> Grace is crying in the corner. She's about to spit her drink back into her cup, no, and re-drink it ten times. Talk! <laughs> so, uh, we <laughs>
0: <coughs> making myself cough. over here. we are oh, at this. Just so you know, I wasn't a hoe when I was young. I just <laughs> knew what it meant. My she sister was a hoe.
1: <laughs> I got to wait. I got clear my name. Minute. My sister was you a you. hoe. <laughs> Everybody at home was like, "That producer just sounds like a fool." <laughs> <laughs> She knew what to a dude that meant. Dudes at 12.
2: <laughs> in the yeah. movie theater. Damn. That's <laughs> where I didn't stand a guy up in the movie theater. <laughs> oh my god, I can't breathe. Okay. <sighs> the aura. Get to the aura yes. part. That's the coolest part. Um <laughs> So full story was we showed up. Um I had a psychic reading which I I had hopes for, but it was one of the worst readings I ever had, and I hate to say that because I'm sure the guy is talented, but we just did not match well. He did not connect. And he, I also think that he was very overwhelmed because he was, there was a sign-up sheet and um, he was almost fully booked. And he just looked very scattered brained and like he was rushing. There were like, assembly eh. line and, readings. Yeah. Yeah. So the things he said to me were very down stuff which didn't it didn't seem like anything about me i don't i don't think he was even reading me because nothing he said was right and I, I, it was it was just weird um so my energy like i felt like down after that And Casey saw me and she's like so how was it and i'm like uh not so good and she's like what and i'm like yeah actually he made me kind of feel sad after that uh She's like, well, that doesn't sound like anything that would be true, you know. Um, so I think the universe has a funny way of uh, putting you where you need to be because I had already signed up for this aura photography. And it had different time slots. Well, it I was going to sign up for it before the psychic reading, but so many people had already signed up that I had to be, uh, you know, an hour or so after the um psychic reading. But it just... So it happened that was the best thing ever because I left there um, in high spirits. Yeah, versus, thank God you got that yeah, reading. Yeah, versus uh, having the psychic later and being all sad about it. Um, and it was really cool because uh, I, I didn't even know about aura photography until I saw the poster for this place.
1: Um, I didn't know about it either. And yeah. then you showed it to me. I'm like, what? And I yeah. didn't get it done, but I'm glad Holly did.
2: We'll have, we'll have to go next time. Yeah, I, I think they're coming back in um
1: I spent all my March. money on soaps and my pits still sink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> do they only do the
0: aura photography at this thing? Or is there a place where you can go and get it?
2: Um, I saw that there's one in Michigan too. But uh, it's a, I think it's a little bit different. Because the one that I saw, it looks different. And it only has... Um, the aura around like your face and uh your like your body, but this one that I had done actually shows you your colors of your chakra too. Oh, I want that. Yeah. So, um, plus the guy was very in tune, and um, I'm gonna get to that. But I went up to him and I was like feeling a little low, but I'm still like a an upbeat person even when you know. Um, but I went to him and. He was just, his energy just felt really nice and he was upbeat. Um, he told me to get behind this camera and what you do is there's a metal plate and it has little um, things for your fingers. So You put your fingers in there and then you put your um, right hand, so you put your left hand in that and then your right hand on a box. So when I looked it up online, it says that it actually takes your energy points of your hands and um, overlaps and does a double exposure over your actual image. So it oh. takes your energy and puts it over your actual picture. So I had dreams prior to this, like the night before, that my energy was all black. Oh, and yeah. I, was oh, there, like, oh I would God. have shit if it yeah. black. So when the psychic... Um, well, the psychic had told me that I had low energy, which I thought was weird. Because I'm not a... I'm not like a depressed person and I'm not, you know, a sad person. And I've actually been really happy and upbeat lately. Um, even more so than
0: usual. But so well, I was, stress can kind of deplete good things from your energy, though, if you're overly stressed out, even though you're maintaining a good mood.
2: Yeah, but I had just like taken care of um, some things that were stressing me out, and um, was actually in a really positive mindset and really hopeful for the future, and felt really oh. good. So when he was saying these things, even in like inside internally, I'm like that's not that's not right, that's not right. You, you know when your, your intuition's like, I don't feel like that's right. You yeah, know. you're rejecting
1: the information yeah. and you're like, eh, no. Yeah. And I, I, when you told me all that, I was like, fuck that guy! What was he reading? <laughs> well, he even said to me uh,
2: later, he said, so, what do you not like about yourself? Why do you want to look older? And I'm like, what? He's like, the spirit tells me you want to look older. I said, no, that's not true. He's like, it's not.
1: I want you to look older. I'm like, <laughs> I go,
2: I don't want to look older. He's like, well, what do you not like about yourself? And I'm like, uh, I I, mean... Up until now, nothing. Right. I was yeah, like, right? I'm sure... I go, we all have our insecurities sometimes, but I I feel okay, you know? He's like, no, 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 no there's something.
0: I'm like... <laughs> That's really like, a generic what? thing they do yeah. because everybody has some insecurity yeah. in some way. There's something, you know? Yeah.
2: So I just felt like it was just this random stuff. And then he kept calling me 23 years old. And I'm like, I'm not 23. Uh-huh. And then he's like, You're going to forever look young. I'm like, Thanks. Well done. That's
1: nice. <laughs> May you grow to be proud. <laughs> but it was just some weird random stuff. And true. Uh,
2: but nothing, you know, legit. What I felt like. I'm going to so, run away with
1: Rod Stewart. Boy,
2: <laughs> so he told me I had low energy and the dream from the night before my energy was black and I felt like that it was a negative sign so I was really scared when I had this or photography and Casey went up there with me like I, I felt like she was like my little I know after a while but I felt he, like, I
1: felt creepy because I'm like I'm she's standing, standing there over like, them like, I'm like, she's oh. looking
2: behind at the camera that I can't see so I can't see my own energy at that moment but Casey can see so she's like looking like
1: I hoping had, for I me, brain no, for me, like I had no. But my <laughs> girl then, was in the <laughs> green though. And then,
2: and then the guy goes, "Can you take a half a step or a half an inch uh, step backward? Because your energy is so big that I can't cap- capture it on camera unless you take a s- uh, step backward." And Casey's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, my energy's big. Yeah, it's not, it's not small." Um, and then. You know, I sat down with him and he said, I have two images, um, one of your aura around, you know, your head. And then the other one is of your full body. Um, and then it shows chakras and the sh- different sh- colors of the chakras. So first thing he said to me, which I f- felt was funny, was uh, don't ever tell anybody any information about you at these things. He's like, have you ever been to one of these before? I'm like, no. And he said, never give any um of your information in away. They're supposed to tell you about yourself, mm-hmm. not tell people about you. I should be telling you about yourself. Right. And I thought that was a good sign. So, um he showed me the images and then there's a a script that's printed out which uh briefly goes over your the color of your aura, um details about you. Uh even it even said my right side was um stronger than my left side and um that's actually uh like a dominance thing with um feminine versus male energy and and you know it we're pretty in depth. So he spends fifteen minutes with you, goes over everything. Um, and there's actually a past past, present and future in, in the aura.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: which he pointed out um my past was like a, a small little bit on there showing that I had some problems in the past, but I had just cleared them up um, and he wasn't worried about it. He said that it looked good, that he could saw- see I struggled a little bit, but it's become resolved. Um, and then told me uh, about 2020 and how this year was going to be for me said there was going to be a lot of reflection and trying to find um, my true self. and Which is true because this whole year, well, this whole year, it's only been the first week. But even before this year came up, I was thinking, I felt like this year is going to be the year of reflection and that I was going to really start getting on a higher level. <laughs>
0: growth, the year of growth.
2: Yeah. And I said to Jeremy, uh, my boyfriend, that... I felt like something that this year is going to be pretty mellow. Um, I'm going to get in touch with my higher self and, you know, feel like everything is coming together. And then at the end of this year, I felt like something was going to happen for me um, in my endeavors and get me to the next level. Well, I didn't tell that guy this and that did this oral reading. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what he told me. He said... uh, this year is about reflection, you know, getting where you need to be. And then he said, "Show me the colors on um, my aura." Said, "You see here these colors? That means that um, you're going 2021 is actually going to be your year where things start shifting for you and big changes come." <coughs> and um, yeah, said that everything is going to be put into motion that has been building up for this year, um, and that's. Intuitively, what I felt, and I said, and I said to him, I'm like, oh my god, that's actually exactly what I just said not that long ago. I felt like this year was exactly like you said, and then 2021 was going to be something was going to happen. He's like, see, you're already in tune. Um, and then he saw, you can see in the picture, there's a white, kind of white light above my head. Did you bring the picture with you?
1: Um,
2: I have it on my phone. Did you, you, I think you saw it, didn't you?
0: I don't remember. Wait, did I? The green light around Holly's head? <clears throat> I think so. That was the picture that you posted on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah, then I did. So,
1: um... I see here. She was seriously radiating money. So you can see above my money, head
2: money. Uh, that there's that white light. Oh, yeah. What he does said that means. He said that means that um, I'm uh in tune with the higher um a higher conscience uh higher um the universe and um I'm open to pretty much open mentally to everything how do I describe it? You're woke. Yes. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it actually. Uh it's a woke beam or something. And Casey bought me a book on manifestation and I've really been diving into that and Gabriel
1: Bernstein. Yes. Follow her on Instagram.
2: Yes. So I've been dabbling in all these different things that are positive, self-improvement, thinking on um, a higher level, but also trying to be more kind and more kind to myself and kind to other people um, and think about things differently. So it's a process. I'm still working on it, but uh, I, I love this um, this aura photography and I really recommend it to anyone Let's see what that website was. It's a uh, HTTP um, slash slash www dot aura um, hyphen illumination dot com.
1: Or illumination.
2: So oh. www dot aura a u r a hyphen illumination dot com. Um he has on there his name is I think his name is Ken bead It's B E D E. Very, very nice guy. He's even a reverend.
1: <laughs> he was radiating positivity. When yeah, I was he was
2: just him. like very upbeat, very knowledgeable, very in tune. I just had a good sense about it. he actually got mad when I told him that uh I had a psychic reading and the guy told me um that I wasn't gonna do certain things in life because the spirit didn't want me to, and he was like, What? And he's like, uh, no one should ever be told that they can't do something. Hell that's that's yeah. not encouraging and uh, not true. Um, so very uplifting, very good. And I think on his website it says that he's coming back around here in March. I think it's Ann Arbor. I'm trying to remember Ooh, now. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. What I suggest doing is Casey and I were one of the first people to show up to this um fair and, and the time slots fill up quick so if you're gonna yes. do it go early like as soon as they open and sign up right away okay got it yeah because yeah. we waited like we got there and we waited like 30 minutes and he was already booked up till 2 p.m and the fair started at 11
0: yeah honestly the only thing i want to go for like i'm not interested in like a card reading or a psychic uh word or whatever i really just want the aura of photography yeah you know just to yeah, see sign up what's for that first
1: thing. Because I was at first when we came in, I was like, "Oh, let's do a lap around." And then people started pouring, and I'm like, "No, dude, we better just like sign up." now. Yeah, right. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, it was kind of cool because like the when I sat down with uh, the first lady who read my cards, uh, she didn't have a line, and uh, I felt drawn to her for some reason. So I'm like, "Okay, I'll sit down with her." And she didn't so much read my cards as she, well, she's a medium. So oh. she only pulled a lot of cards one time. And she said, I'm already reading you. And she said, there's this guy who passed on. He uh, was, he an uncle. And she kept saying uncle. I go, I wasn't close to my recent uncle that passed on. It, it's not him. I did not mm-hmm. connect with him. Um, no less sad, but the person who was kind of like an uncle to me was my longest client um and he's like she said is he a tall guy smoke cigars and i said yes that's how he died oh um well, he had a heart attack because like he couldn't give up the cigars amount and do uh-huh. um it was a horrible combo and so she said he keeps saying i don't know if he's saying kitties or kiddo i said he's saying kitty i have two cats and he said he sent you uh the one kitty which is my hobo kitty oh. and he channels himself through your cat That's cool. So, I when I was telling Holly about this, like I started to cry, like I couldn't even speak. Um, He's like, He sent that, he sent you that cat to get over because I never really got over it. I never got over Matt's death. Um, He was very close to me, and I I still ask myself why. But he's like, He sent you, he kept sending you Cornelius for you to take him in um, to help you get over um, his death. And I was like, That was so touching and then all what i really want to know is about my career moves in the next year yeah. and the first card she turned over was prosperity in your future and i said Ooh! boom that's all i need to know <laughs> thank you thank you ma'am good day <laughs> yep
2: and so. uh i think she says that she sensed that you were working at home and you work out or like pretty much you know
1: yeah she did say that she so, said a lot of, yeah, i wish she i was in tune
2: yeah yeah casey's been working at home yeah so um Yeah, she had a really, like, like I said, I think that some of the people there just couldn't get in, in, into it because too hectic, like too much energy going on too much, you know, um, but yeah. And as far as the oral thing, um, he said, not everyone has good (laughs) energy. So, uh, and I said, wow, well. I was very nervous, and he's like, "Why?" Like, I had a dream that I had black energy, um, in my reading. He's like, "Why? Why does that scare you?" I'm like, "Cause black. I thought it was negative." He's like, yeah. "Black means change."
1: Oh, well, it's a culmination of all the colors, as mm-hmm. I was telling her. Yeah, way. and she
2: said that too. Yeah, um, uh, and he made me feel good about it. He's like,
0: "I wouldn't be scared about that dream. It just means change." Well, look at that being a prophetic dream, huh?
2: Yeah, and then um. <laughs> I got his business card and I looked up the school that he went to because he's a medium. And it actually seems pretty cool. They do a lot of different classes in um, Indiana uh, for, you know, not only psychic stuff, but actual, it seems like college for that. They oh, have wow. courses, they have like electives and so, you know, wow. didn't even
0: realize that existed. No, neither did I. <laughs> I thought that was just uh, sort of a skill that somebody learned yeah. from. Someone else or on yeah. their own. Or,
2: so yeah. you can get certified in it.
1: Uh, gosh, what was I to say? Oh, I had a prophetic dream. Well, I don't know if it's prophetic. Casey's <laughs> making me die laughing. She's like, I had a dream about you. <laughs> it was the weirdest <laughs> dream. So the first half of the dream is that these people were... Like, I had to help them hide a body, and if I didn't, they would kill me too. And for some reason, I wasn't scared. It was like a movie really weird, like a mobster movie. But then the second half is I'm at Holly's mom's house, infamous Aunt Mary. And uh, it's like 10 minutes before the ball drops. Which, by the way, before she finishes this, she used to come over uh, my parents'
2: house every year for so many years for New Year's.
1: So this makes sense for her having this dream. Yeah. Yeah, there was always a big shindig. (laughs) They had um, uh, Euchre tournaments. Our family's really into Euchre. Um, So... (laughs) Ten minutes before the ball drops, Holly's mom goes, Holly, I can wash your hair now. And she's like, okay. So she's washing her hair in the sink. And I'm like, you're going to go to 2020 with wet hair? And it was like, five, four, and Holly whips her head back. She's all wet. She's like, yeah. Three, two what so i don't know i'm like well i'm trying to be prophetic about it and uh i'm like maybe it's like a baptism right you know <laughs> like before the new year cleansing but yeah but she just she straight up responds she goes i ain't going to the new year with my hair that's just not happened <laughs> no <sighs> a baptism <laughs> well i watched this guy in snapchat i don't know if anybody saw it um he washed his dreads after 10 years and he washed Ugh. it with like uh you know apple cider vinegar anything to make it alkaline and the whole like with all the water turned like dirt black wow. oh my gosh Ooh, it was bad but i'm like maybe from seeing that i don't know what i was thinking about holly i don't know
2: Wash your hair. <laughs> <laughs> this 10 year old hairdo <laughs> got washed and i thought about holly
1: <laughs> Although, you know, the
2: satifi- si- uh, satisfying thing about that would be watching that, like, the
1: color change because you're like, yeah. Oh, it's sad- yeah, it is satisfying. Absolutely. That's like
2: popping, you know, a huge ass. <laughs> right. It's like Big old satisfying, sis. like watching Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, man.
0: Uh, I you
1: know, can't do that, that? No. no. Oh, you're not one of those people? I'm oh. totally See, not. like, I, we, I we, do it on
0: my own face, and I'm like, ugh. I used that. My ex used to pop my zets years ago. He had like he enjoyed it, and I was grossed out by it, so it worked out well. Dude. See, I can't have like my significant other pop mine. I couldn't either. I could pop his, but I, he pop his, me. But I he didn't want. To pop straight him. up begged me. He was like, "Please let me do it." And I was like, "I don't know why." I've the been fuck begging you're Jason to
1: get so that blackhead on his it. back forever. <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, like, "No." I'm like, "Dude, it's turned into a big hump." This <laughs> you are going to go on Dr. Pimple like, Popper. You got to let me get it. <laughs> He just turned into a That's blackhead. Hilarious. Nah. Well, because like at, the, at first he didn't listen to the show. At first, he kept saying like I was scratch his back. I'm like, dude, this is like a something. He goes, it's just a bump. But I'm like, this is not just a bump. Yeah. So I was like massaging his shoulders one day, and I just barely squeezed it, and I like, tripped, and I was like, whoop! <laughs> yeah, it's like it spurt, and I was like, oh, I go, Jason. Ah. And then, like I went for it, and it just started pouring out. And I showed him. I go, Jason, this has been in your bag for years. Are you kidding me? You kidding
2: me?
1: You magically pull out gloves. I've been saving these for this. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I went and got tissue. I'm like, dude, I gotta get this. I'm sorry, Um,
2: but yeah, we we do this for a living as uh, estheticians, like, um, getting extracting pimples and.
1: Dude, it's amazing. Yeah. I remember one time, <laughs> like, as yes, an institution, this poor girl, <clears throat> she, I mean, there's a bit of a language barrier. She was Japanese. She would get these large blackheads on her neck. And so I would get them out. And then she, she asked me, uh, I kept trying to understand what she was saying, she, back. And I'm like, oh, you want a back treatment? She's like, yeah. And so I had the steamer on, you know, it's kind of in the dark. And I'm looking at her back. I'm like, I don't feel or see anything. And then I, then I feel it. And it's like volcanic. It's just giant hump in her back. And I'm like, what? And so I grab the, the lamp and I'm like, oh. And the pore is so dilated. It looks like a rock in her back. So I grab mm. gloves and, you know, I uh, some, um, you know, witch hazel to, um, uh, to clean it. And then I'm just going at it. And I had to take breaks because it was coming out and coming out. I go, please tell me if I'm hurting uh. you. And she was fine. And then at the end... I'm like this smells like a locker room because uh-huh. <laughs> it turned white and that's when you knew you were at the core and I'm like oh my god it was so dilated and I just said <clears throat> listen you're gonna have to switch to um, a body wash for a while with um, was it salicylic acid just to keep it clean because yeah. you don't want to f- to fill up again and. Um, Oh, I felt so bad for her, but I'm like, oh my goodness! Like, I can't believe these things can just dilate that big over years. How do you get
0: that big though? Because I mean, I get cystic acne, obviously, you know, because I have scars from it. But how do you let it? Because they're painful when they. get that big. like she couldn't she
1: couldn't reach. She couldn't reach. A lot of people don't even realize they have that stuff on their
0: back. Right. Like, like well, that's what I'm saying. Is it was a painful painful. Oh really?
1: Mm-mm. He's like it's huh. just a bump, but I'm like, like it was scar tissue or something. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, um, mm. we're so gross.
2: Well, no, this is a gross story, which I'll tell you. Oh, right! this is this will make you like want to throw up.
0: Perfect time uh-huh. to blow my nails, Be right.
2: Back. <laughs> just like I don't want to hear this. <laughs> sure, you don't want to hear it. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> um, I actually was going to tell you about this, but I forgot. I don't know how I forgot. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a ton of facial one time. And it was like a beautiful thing because um, <laughs> all the pores were open. Uh, everything was wanting to flow out nicely. It was looking beautiful after. Well, um, <laughs> thank thank God for my glasses. I did an extraction and it just squirted at my eyes. Oh, my God. It was like so much pressure, I guess, that had built up in this thing. That it was when like I, the exorcist scene yeah, at the end. That when I went to extract it, it just literally squirted. It like shot at my face so fast. Like Ooh, That was some built up pressure. <laughs> and it like got all over my glasses. And I, I, I was like in the middle of this thing like. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Luckily, it was only on my glasses, really. God bless glasses.
1: Oh, man. Could you imagine if you didn't? with my mouth oh gosh oh mercy merciful Mm. lord uh so i'm gonna pray for holly (laughs) pray for everybody tonight seriously (laughs) the prayer list watch this turn into the prayer list real quick um
2: but going back to the holistic thing yeah casey got me a, a book by gabby bernstein it's called um super attractor i'm only a couple uh chapters in <clears throat> but it's a very positive, uh, good book. If you're looking for an uplifting, you know trying to get, get in a good space, wanna make a change, ready to commit to something like that, you need to pick up this book. Um, it talks about journaling and like we like uh Casey and I were talking about, a manifestation. Um Really realizing that your life, you're in control of your life. Your thoughts, your waking moments uh, really mold your life more than you realize it. Um, A lot of us want to blame things on, well, I just have bad luck or I, you know. Right. But we all have the power.
1: And then you have more bad luck because you've spoken into existence.
2: Um, But we really have the power to change our lives and and, um, take a step into the right direction. Uh, and what was I was going to say with this? Um, one of the things, too, that I did that helped me a lot was I didn't realize how changing your morning routine really sets you up for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, waking up earlier, taking your time, getting ready, listening to music or whatever you're into in the morning, um, enjoying your coffee, you know. I didn't realize how much
1: better mood that makes you in. Yes, don't don't open your messages. Don't open your email. Just give yourself a chance to just be. Uh, but yeah, doing that stuff was really extremely helped. And um. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's important to stop and pause because we're so quick to say I have anxiety or I have depression. I mean if go see a doctor absolutely or a counselor wh- whomever but stop and think for one second am i just having two conflicting ideas in my head because in that case you are having a constant state of anxiety you know it's: are you a believer or are you a heathen you can't be both and uh it, it will drive you mad that war going on in your head so um stop for a second and ask yourself that Um, And then, of course, seek counseling or, you know, what have you, whatever it takes. Um, But it's food for thought. I had,
2: um, I'm not going to say who it was, but I had a guy say, I can't find a job and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then when I tried to give any kind of advice, he's like, no, I've tried that. No, I've tried that. You can't help those people. And to me, not everyone's willing to be open yet.
1: Like, right. you can't help people that are not willing. And that's the hardest part. Yeah. That's the hardest thing to learn is that you cannot help people that don't want to be helped. Because
2: if you're already in that mindset, no, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. You're not even open to anything. Right. You're not even open, willing to change. So, yeah, things are not going to work because you're stuck in one mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, You are begging for it. You are begging for it. How is anything positive going to come through if you're like, nope, nope, nope.
1: I, and I only want this one path that's not working for me. Right. Everything you say is a building block in your life. So to say, well, you can't have it all or, you know, <laughs> you put a brick there and then you say, like, I'm not talented enough to do X, Y, Z. You put a brick there. You know, um, uh, gee, I hope so. And I try not to use the word hope because the inflection that we give it uh suggest in everyday conversation that the thing that we hope happens might not so we keep building these walls and we keep saying to ourselves well when's it gonna happen for me and then these miracles or whatever you want to come through is like well i'm gonna make a hard left because there's this brick wall like you the universe says you don't even trust me so i'm going this way yeah you build your own prison
2: and that's what's hard about social media too. Is a lot of people on social media are like, "Oh my gosh, this horrible thing happened to me!" And why do bad things always happen to me? And uh, you know, FML, fuck my life. Um, I get that things bad, bad things happen to people, and yeah, things do happen, and they suck. And uh, not that you can't vent about them, but if you're continually like, "This sucks," I, you know, "This sucks," Oh, "This always happens to me," why me? Why me? Why me? Every single time, and. If so, like I said, if someone uh, you know tries to show you a positive way, and they are like, no, that's not, it, it, just, it doesn't ever work out for me. Like, well, then what the fuck
0: do you want? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, like if you can't believe it for yourself, then why the hell is the universe going to give it to you? Right, why mm-hmm. should I
1: believe it for you?
0: Exactly. What do you want?
2: But then, but then uh, people then want sympathy. They want you to be like, I'm sorry. But then, if you try to give them advice, like, hey. Why don't you try this? No, I've tried that. I tried no, I, 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 I've I, I, that. No, I'm sorry. I know. Been I know. It's like, geez, just take a moment. Like like I said, it's a process. You don't have to be start and it's going to be, you know, happen in one second, but,
1: but at least open your mind a little bit. Oh, 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 oh. I'm so glad you said this. <clears throat> so, gosh, I'm going to find because. I added you to, I'm going to add you to the group. Every little thing she does is magic. Oh, you already added me. Yeah, I added you. Um, I didn't add Jess, though. Uh, So I just watched uh, Athene's Theory of Everything and uh, just Google uh, God is in the Neurons in YouTube. And it took a 100% neuroscience approach to back up how and why we are the creators of our own realities, 100% secular. And uh, I admit, you know that I'm a neuroscience junkie, um, but as the narrator says, it's going to take a few views to fully comprehend what he's saying, and it did. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it was incredibly thought-provoking. Athens, uh, A T H E N E S. Post it on the. Um, I will. Yeah, the, that's a good, watch list That's a good call. Copy link. Uh, I'm going to post it to the watch list. Facebook. And uh, it's only 45 minutes, doesn't take long, um, but you will watch it a few times. And it is incredibly thought-provoking, and I like the fact that it's using hard science because, I mean, you don't dispute hard science. Um,
0: well, so. unless you're a flat earther. <laughs>
1: well, there's that. And I absolutely loved it. It, was, it blew my mind. Blew my mind!
2: Like The Matrix when I watched mm-hmm. last night. Yeah, well, <laughs> talk about the
1: science of being in the moment. Being in the moment fights off a lot of anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And they talked about the neuroscience behind it because so anxiety is fear of the future. Yep. Uh, depression is weeping for the past. Yep. So if you do not acknowledge either and you only acknowledge this moment, you are truly in the moment, you will never experience either.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't even think about that. Like depression is weeping for the past.
1: It's wild. You know, my, my actually, uh, my counselor said that. You know, because I, I, ah, uh, gosh, how did it come up? I I'm pretty transparent when it comes to my counseling. I love my counselor, um, and she, she did say that. She said, "Anxiety is fear of the future, and uh, depression is weeping for the past." It's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. She's like, "That's the only difference." And uh, if you live in the moment, if you acknowledge the fact that the past is gone, the future's not here. All we have is right. Now, and you see things in, quote, the grand scheme of things all the time. You have to train yourself to do this because we are so conditioned to not do this. Oh, yeah. Then you will truly
0: enjoy every moment of your life. I'm in the middle of trying to do that now. It's hard. (laughs) It is very hard because I legit have an anxiety disorder, Mm. which makes it incredibly hard because your brain at this point due to trauma is wired to react differently than somebody who does not have anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. my shit is firing like 50 million miles a minute, whereas it should be going like one. Right. So, right. but you know what? Behavioral medicine uh, is important. So, I mean, everybody wants to slap a pill on something like, oh, okay, I'll take Xanax. Well, okay, you may need it, but also, mm-hmm. like, there has to be behavioral things you're doing there because you're basically slapping a band-aid on a gunshot wound, you know? yeah, are yeah, never going to fix it. it that's ever. No, that, that's it. like, uh, I mean, that's the same, but... You have to retrain like, um, your brain, which is easier said than done.
2: I was, I was going to say, yeah, retrain your brain. Um, but also, day. it's also like we do massage and if you take mm-hmm. ibuprofen, that's going to help relieve, you know, your pain in the moment. But yeah what's lying behind but you that, still too. have this not here yeah that's right not going right, away right. <laughs> um but you were saying re- uh, retrain your brain and i was actually thinking that not too long ago i am someone who's very sensitive and i get worked up about things that are especially when i'm tired late at night and then the next morning i'm like why was i crying about that because was
0: patience I... level is at like negative yeah. five <laughs> but <laughs> right most of the time
2: things are not as big as I make them out to be and the other night I something upset me and I was like I started feeling that feeling where it's like like mad but then like sad mad and and then I took took that like in that moment and I thought you need to retrain your brain this is Mm -hmm. not what you know it needs to be and you're stronger than this so it took that moment and I was like and then let it go Whew. You
0: talked yourself down, basically. Yeah, and then afterward, I'm like so much discipline. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but, but it was like, <laughs> I have a temper. <laughs> I, felt, I felt it was like
2: halfway building up, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to be a bubbling mess. And then, and then next morning, be like, why did I waste my night like getting all sad mm-hmm. about something? Yeah, yeah. that was just really, really, really minor. And it's not yours to carry. So, yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. Small steps.
0: just Even just acknowledging like, okay, this is not... Yeah, that's progress. I give myself, you know, a pat on the back for all progress. Like, oh, okay, I wanted to murder Chris because, you know, he did X and Y. And I did not, instead of yelling right. at him right. or being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. <laughs> right. I was like, simmer down, Jess. Right. Don't speak until you can say something nice. Yeah.
2: And, like, and you know, it works. And that book Casey got me, it, it talks about acknowledging things um, and not giving ourselves a hard time. If you're not where you want to be, it's okay. And it's okay to say, hey, this is where I want to be. But I'm not there yet,
1: and I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, because I I, I love myself. Like, to not criticize yourself over the fact that you're not there yet is also self destructive. So, you should celebrate the fact that I'm trying to get close to this, Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful that I am.
0: Agreed, because if you get wrapped up in the, oh, my God, I'm not there yet, oh, my God, I'm not there yet, you're basically creating your own anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. You're maybe not supposed to be there yet, and granted, it's irritating, but if you're patient, you will get there, and when you do, you'll be happy. So it comes down to a having faith thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So fear and faith,
1: My my one of my favorite millionaire tycoons, Bob Proctor, he says, Fear and faith have something in common. Fear and faith both demand belief in a thing you cannot see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he repeated it. And he said, so you got got to choose one or the other. If I were you, I would choose faith. And that really resonated with me. I love that. It was great. It's the simplest thing,
0: but it's so powerful. Absolutely. (laughs) It gets
1: you really thinking. They both demand belief in a thing you can't see. So here's the thing. You have a choice. Mm -hmm. Fear or faith. Which one? You're constantly choosing one. Right. Regardless. So So the guardian at the gate of your subconscious will, because there's a need for fear. Mm -hmm. So the guardian at the gate of your subconscious says, hey, remember when you touched that fire, it was hot. Okay. That's what it's there for. But anything beyond that, healthy fear, anything Mm -hmm. beyond healthy fear is an illusion.
0: It's anxiety.
1: It's an illusion. It's something we made up. It's a fairy tale. Again, it's that projection. It's the it, every like Adam fell into a deep sleep. Everything else you experience is a nightmare. And that's exactly what that means. We create our own nightmares. Agreed. Agreed. So it is eleven o'clock. Oh it is? Yes. Dang! Dang. This was very good. I really enjoyed this watch list. Uh thank you guys. Sorry we were gone for so long. You know, it's the holidays.
2: I'm not gonna hide in my car. And uh, be scared tonight.
1: Oh, I know. We were a (laughs) lot of positive talk tonight. Uh, Shout out to Ricky Gervais. God, you're my hero right now. Um, And to be non-political does not mean that you choose a right-wing side or a left-wing side. Come on, guys. Um, Anyways, uh, I'm Casey Pierce.
2: I'm Holly. Jess.
1: Happy New Year. We'll see you in two weeks.